Okay, welcome to another edition of the Team Creek Tribe podcast. Today we have Liz Augusto with us. Hello. Hi, Liz. Welcome to the podcast. Grateful to be here. <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, so I, I really have wanted to have a conversation with you for a long time because I think you have a very interesting story um, about the way that you got involved in martial arts, and, and I consider it a, a very successful story. Um, and I think it might be interesting for for anybody who listens to the podcast to just to learn a little bit more about it. Um, so, what were some of your thoughts um, before you actually started training with us that may have prevented you from getting started? Maybe you know as soon as you would have liked to, but they kind of kept you at the on the sidelines for a bit. All right, so uh, I started about six years ago, mm-hmm. um, and my son started in the program. He was about nine, and I really had never thought about martial arts ever in my 44 years before that. Never even thought martial arts was something that I would do. It really didn't even enter into my sphere of consideration yeah Yeah, i just never thought karate i never thought anything in terms of martial arts right um i saw logan do very well and you guys threw on a fitness challenge Mm -hmm. and i was overweight and i thought you know what i'll do that let's 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 see what happens and um at that time of the fitness challenge, um, the kick, it was actually, it was kickboxing. Mm-hmm. So it was a kickboxing fitness challenge. So the kickboxing took place in the back half of the dojo and the karate classes took place in the front half of the dojo. Right. So I sat, I mean, I didn't sit, I, I did kickboxing in the back and I watched the people in the front. And, you know, I started hey, I want to do that. I think I want to do that. But at the same time, I was very reserved. I mean, the idea of putting on a gi with a belt mm-hmm. and 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 the whole yes, sir, and that protocol was so foreign and so, so, so strange. Yeah. That, that now it comes so naturally. Sure. But back then it was very foreign, and I was afraid I couldn't do it. Right. So... I don't know if I answered your question. Well, I, I mean, it, that kind of talks about how you got started, but like, and maybe you answered it because you were saying it just really never, it wasn't really ever, Mm-mm. it wasn't you on the sides going, I want to do that. No. And then, and then one day you just find. I was way. Mm-hmm. Um, girls don't hit, girls don't fight, girls do ballet, girls, mm-hmm. you know, they do gymnastics. Sure. They don't, they're not violent. They are taken care of. They, you know, so. Right. Yeah. So, so it was more like not this longing to do it, um, but more of a, when, when there was this opportunity, you saw perhaps this opportunity for you to get in better shape with the, with the kickboxing Absolutely. class. Absolutely. 100%. That, that was where you just were like, oh, hey, that looks like something I, I might be able to do. And, and, you know, in an hour of that kickboxing, I could burn 500 calories and I started losing weight like crazy. Yeah. So, and then when I started as a white belt, I fell in love 
with. Well, let's back up just oh, for a second okay. before we get to the white belt. So you, what I was hearing in, in the way you were talking about, you were in the, in the kickboxing class and, you know, giving your all there, but at the same time kind of peeking mm-hmm. up front to mm-hmm. see what, what the, the other adults were yep, doing actually exactly. in, the, in the martial art class. Mm-hmm. Because while kickboxing is, you know, martial arts skills, it's, it, it, back when we ran that program, we didn't try to overly detail things, right? We didn't, if you were doing something, you know, with poor form, we wouldn't let you do it enough to hurt yourself, but we, we didn't try to get too, too detailed, right? Cause it just slows the process down. Right. It was about burning calories. About burning calories. Yeah. And, and, um, but then you started to see something. So what is it that can, can you remember back when you saw people up here doing stuff that was, you know, obviously different than the kickboxing class? Did anything, did anything kind of stand out as like, that, that looks like something I'd like to do? Well, I love kata. Mm-hmm. Um, I do come from a dance background. So it, it does have, kata has a, a dance. Sure. And I, I love synchronous dance mm-hmm. so you know what I just think I thought I could do it right and and that's where yeah that's where the spark kind of hit the spark happened mm-hmm. and I hate exercise <laughs> I can't stand exercise and what I found in karate was that it's something that I can do for an hour and not even feel like I'm exercising yeah I love it so much that time flies I think it's what happens to a lot of people they and they don't expect it you know they they get involved in karate for what they think they want to be involved in it for and, I, and when I say karate I just mean martial arts mm-hmm. right um, and then they realize there's all these other all the all these other benefits or side effects that they didn't anticipate and they do they grow to love it they grow to um, you just kind of welcome the whole lifestyle of it rather Absolutely. than... Absolutely. The this. lifestyle is has changed my whole way I look at life. Yeah. 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 So what was the deciding factor when you were in the back doing... Did, was, did the kickboxing class come to an end or did you did you say, you know, I'm, I'm just ready to, to like leave uh, this part of it and get up there now? Because I don't um, remember, like if it, yeah. It, uh, okay, so I think the kickboxing ended, and you guys offered a Mother's Day Father's Day special. Okay. And at that, it, it happened to like coincide at the same time, mm. and I did the special, and you know, it the the cost of karate is a lot. Um, I believe it's worth every cent now. Mm-hmm. But coming from someone six years ago, right. that cost was prohibitive, and it took a long time for me to realize that it was it was it was going to be worth the money. Right. So I would never think twice about spending that money on my children. Mm-hmm. But as a as a parent or as a, as an adult, it was very hard for me to spend that money on myself. Sure. So. That the, I would say the cost kept me from that side of the floor, and the doubt. Yeah. Like if you had asked me six years ago, do you want to be a black belt? Yeah. I probably wouldn't have said yes. Right. I. I ah. Ah. Yeah. Not but for me. Right. It's, but you know, it just it just. It sparked a flame. I guess is what you would. Yeah. Say. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so, you know, I was saying how I didn't remember how you went from kickboxing into the regular class. I mean, I kind of remember it. I just didn't remember, like, if, if kickboxing came to an end or if you decided, I'm going to get out of that now and try this. What I do have a very vivid memory of is, um, you know, when you got involved in the karate program, that was back when we had, like, a basic level training and then a, a BBT level training, right? Two kind of two different um, things. And, and, um, and, and I remember very vividly as you were finishing up the, the basic level and needing to make a decision on whether or not to upgrade into the, the BBT level, right, which just stands for Black Belt Training, um, committing to go all the way to black belt. I remember you sitting down and, and just really having a hard time with making a decision to do it, right, to, to, to commit to going to black belt. Um, and it wasn't for lack of, uh, like, wanting to train. I oh, think I wanted it so bad. I think it was more for um, some of the things you just already mentioned, like, you know, the money. I, I'm not used to spending money on myself, right? right? Um and um, and then still a little bit of doubt that you know you didn't think you could do it right no. and and I think we all experience that I think everybody has a, at least some time in their life where they they don't think they can do something and yet somebody else sees something in them that they don't see in themselves right I mean you and Renchi said you know you know you, why don't you do this and I was like I mean, how can I ever become a black belt How could I ever I mean if I'm going to sign something. If I'm gonna say I'm gonna do something, like I have to believe that I'm gonna do it. Sure. And you guys believe that I could do it, and that was foreign. That that you thought I could do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, right. all right, we're on this journey together. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it took a lot of your confidence behind me to get me to the black belt. Yeah, yeah. And and imagine. Um, uh, you know, imagine if if that didn't happen, if you were just left trying to kind of make your decision on your own, right? right? And, and you might have made the decision to do it. Like you could, you may have gotten there, but you also may have said, I you know, I'm just, you kind of go back to your old ways of, no, I, it's too much money to spend on myself or it's, I, I, you know, I don't think I can do it. And then just imagine how your life would be different, right? These past six years, not being involved in something right. like this that, is, that has pointed you in a direction that has helped you, you know, take care, better care of yourself and improve your, you know, healthy habits and, um, you know, just meet. And, and it's unimaginable. Yeah. I, I can't, I mean, so much, I mean, I first off, I'd be 50 pounds heavier and I was miserable mm-hmm. and, uh, flip that up 180 or, and that's where I am now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, much better direction. Absolutely. For sure. Um, so let me look at what else I kind of wanted to ask you here. Of course I have notes. Um, right now, how, how do you feel you're benefiting by being in the martial arts? Maybe in other ways that you haven't already mentioned, like, you know, you, you, we, I heard lost weight. I heard, um, you know, this healthy habits and all, all these things, but what else might not people realize that martial arts gives to people? And, and my guess is when one person experiences it more than one person experiences it. Right. So, so, so not, not everybody experiences every piece, right. Cause some people, um, or, or I don't even know if it's that they don't experience it, but they might not, 
um, they might not notice or it might, they don't have as much place as much value to, to something that's happening as somebody else does, right? So um, I guess the question is kind of like, can you think of some, some side benefits or some things that were unexpected that you gained from martial arts um, that, you know, you just find really a positive part of this whole experience? I think a positive thing is that, well, I told you I love karate and I love to do it. So for me, I went all in. I would come four or five times a week. Mm-hmm. It's what I did or what I do Monday through Saturday from seven to eight. And having something that you do every single day that's positive is a great benefit. Yeah. So that alone, um, it, outside of working out, though, outside of working out, the achievements of my black belt has changed things in that I don't see limits anymore of what I can achieve. Mm-hmm. You know, we have physical limits. We have physical limitations, you know, knee injuries, that kind of thing, right. ankle injuries. But um, last year, I lost my job suddenly. Um, a company that I'd been with for eight years just lost funding and within, you know, a week. Sorry, no more job. Yeah. So I decided, okay, well, I got to find another job. So normally I would have taken the path least resistant to find that job. Mm -hmm. Whatever came along, I would take. But because of what I experienced getting my black belt, and facing challenges and overcoming them, I, I decided that I was worth more. And I interviewed, amazingly, um, each time I interviewed for another job, I got the job. Mm-hmm. I went to the job. And the old Liz would have just stayed at that job because it was a safe place to be. Right. But each of those five times, I was there a couple of weeks and realized this is not the job for me. Right. I want out. Right. I mean, you were you were there with me when we were when I was sure. going through this. Yeah, like, a lot no, of conversations about that. Quit another job today. Um, <laughs> you know, so that is huge. And now, after five jobs, that it took about three or four months for me to find the right place. I'm in a I'm in a wonderful job that I love. That's awesome. So, but I don't think I would have had that confidence to leave a safe, secure job Mm -hmm. without what I had gained from going through the black belt experience. Right. Right. And and confidence to, to look for, you know, another position, um, and, and perseverance to keep doing it. Right. Right. Because it wasn't like you just did it once. You did it five times. Five times. (laughs) And, you know, I got those jobs, you know, I interviewed with confidence. I walked in the door saying, right. I, this is you interviewing me just as much as I'm interviewing you. I mean, I want to find the perfect fit. I want to find a place where I'm going to be the next 15 years until I retire. And, Mm. you know, yeah, if it's not going to work, then let's not waste our time. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, this is a good segue. Um, you know, you're talking about this, this tough time in your life when you suddenly lose your job is very stressful. Um, if we were to kind of direct that, like, 
kind of idea of like what were some tough times in regards to your martial arts training? What what were some of the struggles that you went through um, to make it to black belt or or post black belt? Like, w- tell me tell me about some of those experiences because I think sometimes people fear the what if you know what if this or that and and I know you've you've dealt with different struggles different um, I've obstacles. Had, I've had obstacles. I mean. Um, I have my left knee is arthritic. My right ankle is has been rolled hundreds of times. <laughs> so I have, you know, a very weak right ankle. And that's that's even prior to oh, martial that's arts. Pri- oh, that's prior to martial arts. Yeah. Um, I had a tore hamstring. That was before cycle. That was before my black belt cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so the injury portion of it is that when the injury happens, I immediately feel like, oh no, I'm never going to be able to do karate again. Right. I'm, I mean, I, and, and that's unfathomable. Right. I, I, I have such anxiety about never being able to do it again. Mm-hmm. So you never want to hurt yourself. So I guess as an adult who has injuries, when you're about to do, say, a tornado kick or you know, combination, advanced combos, number one. And, you know, you, you just you maybe hold back just a hair because you don't want for sure to take yourself out of the game. I've experienced that plenty so, of times now. Yeah, I'm sure you have. You've got <laughs> a, a, a knee injury as well. But at the same time, you want to bring it. Right. You, you want to bring it. You want to show and what you're, you're capable around, of. You're, you're, to the left and to the right of you is our teenagers sometimes. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our ego can can present its ugly head every now and then, right? Exactly, exactly. Yep. So, <laughs> but that's another reason why this program is so good because you understand that. And you, I mean, I love the like-minded adults that I interact with here on a daily basis. I love them. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we're all facing the same struggles. Right. It's, it's a really good feeling to be, like, not the the um the one person that doesn't fit in but to know that you've got people around you that are very similar in, yeah. in age and stage and you know i think i i've grown as an instructor obviously over the years i've i've been doing it for more than 30 years now and um it, when i was i can remember you know i got my black belt at 19 and when i was a 19 20 early 20s instructor i, I can't relate to the guy in his 40s or the guy in his 50s who's doing karate and I just, I just think, well, you know, you just have to train harder. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, you just have, you have to stretch harder. You have to do it. You know, if you want to be able to do this stuff, you have to, you have to push. And then as I've gotten older, you know, I just turned 50 myself. It's like, that's, you know, you can't have that mentality. You have to, there, there are, there are real things that happen as you age, um, that you, you have to be careful for, you know, your, your joints aren't the same as they used to be. And, and it's not that, see, when, when, when my, I used to hear people say that kind of stuff, I used to think it was just an excuse that older people made. Right. But, um, Mm -hmm. as, as somebody who's now over 50, I think, no, it's, it's not an excuse. It's just a real thing. And then, and then you try to figure out, well, how can I still maximize what I'm able to do in a safe way, right? So even even like, you know, we talked a lot about the two-mile run now and, and how we've uh, adapted and, and changed our approach to that to not not be something that you have to get this run time in under 16 minutes, but more of 
go out there and make it a consistent habit of running and show progress right, right. in that run time. And that way you can do it and without hurting yourself. Because I, I know one of my, my most recent knee surgeries was brought on from me sprinting, you right. know, me, me racing my son. <laughs> you know, try, trying to be, you know, trying to be my 19-year-old self. Right, teenagers to the left and teenagers to the right and, yeah. you know, right here. In, in, your, in, in your head, you still think you're there, you know. You, you say, I can do that, you know. And, and but it, So you do. You have to be more careful. Um, and you don't want to be hobbling around for your the next 30 years of your life because right. of poor choices. Poor choices. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um so through some of those struggles or, or, you know, injuries or just, you know, things that, um, you know, maybe made it more difficult to advance in, um, in progress, you know, mm-hmm. as quickly perhaps as, right. as somebody else or, um, or, or even as fast as you would have just liked to, um, what do you think was like your major motivator? Do, can, have you ever thought about it enough to say, you know, this is what made me persevere. This is what, this is why I do it. Like, do you, cause we talk a lot about like, if you can, um, if you can connect with your reason why, mm-hmm. then that a lot of times will be the fuel for your fire. You know, there's the inspiration that, you know, we go to see a black belt spectacular and we get inspired, but you know, and that was happen on Saturdays, right? And then usually by, you know, Monday or Tuesday, you've already come way down from where you were at watching the show, right? You're like so inspired by what you see at the show. And then there's like desperation. Sometimes like people are motivated by that desperation because I'm just sick of where I am. I, you know, I'm tired of being this weight. I'm tired of being tired or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So out of desperation, they make changes. They, they um, are now motivated to do something different. Um, and then there's, there's purpose, right? So when you connect to your why, I think you're connecting to your purpose. Um, is that something that, that you can say, I definitely connected in a certain way? Uh, that's very hard for me to pinpoint. Okay. Um, my purpose is martial arts. Mm -hmm. My purpose is to come to class every day and get a little bit better every single day. So, so just the, 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 um, the, the idea of being able to continue doing it, right. Mm -hmm. Helped you to persevere, like just to say, well, you know, if it takes me longer or if it, if I have to overcome this obstacle, great. I've never put a, I have to do it within this amount of time. Right. If it, if it takes me longer, it takes me longer. But I I mean, I want to come every single day. That's why this COVID scenario has Mm. really thrown me. Yeah. Um, because for six years, I came here six, five, six nights a week. Right. Which is unusual. It is unusual. It really I is. So I, I, I happen to love karate, and I don't. I, I hear other people sometimes say, you know, three times a week is all I can do. Right. I wanted from the beginning, from the day one, to come every single night. And, and you're one of the few people I've I've ever seen be able to do it and not burn out from doing it right. like that. Right. Like. And, and, and everybody's different, so I, there's, I don't think there's a right or a wrong, but I right. think in a lot of cases, at least in my experience, when people overdo it, when it, and, and that's, I'll just use that term for the sake of that term, 
but if they overdo it, if they come every day, uh, every week, every you know, like, you know, five, like you're saying, five six times a week, that in in a lot of people's eyes could be considered overdoing it. But because everybody's different, you know, in your eyes, it's not overdoing it. In, in your no. eyes, that's that's where you want to be. That's where I want to be. Yeah, yeah. And so, so pre pre COVID, I mean, imagine you're doing something every day, every week for an extended period of time, and then March comes around, and you, it's all t- it's taken away from you. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate all the zooms and all the the things we do, but nothing compares to being in here in right. this class with other people that are doing. I mean, I'm I'm suffering and struggling and missing Team Creek so much. For sure, yeah. When when we weren't able to hold classes at all for those couple of months. Um, it, it was very difficult because while I was running classes out of my garage and, and, and seeing people through Zoom, um, it was it was just a very lonely feeling of like I'm teaching to a screen yep. and those people are just by themselves looking at a screen. And yes, we see each other kind of, you know, with all the little screens. <laughs> and we're grateful. I'm grateful for Zoom. Sure. For that. I mean, that we can at least do that but i want i want things to go back to the way they were yeah 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 for sure because because the real the real magic um in martial arts is you know connecting with people and 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 what you can do with partners and you know um and and so obviously we look at this as this is a a temporary setback in in the bigger picture of our martial arts training and and um you know, when, when this COVID thing first happened, there was um, there was one of my mentors. He made just a simple, you know, a simple comment on, on a post. He said, "This is now our opportunity to practice what we preach, right? Like be, because we talk about perseverance and we you know we talk about." Um, you know, really focusing in and and, and just not giving up, right? right. Like, um, so let's practice what we preach. Absolutely. You know, and, and it was so just simple and but right on point. You know, hundred percent. Like, yes, that's what. So we have to do, and even that, even though it's it's not the same as what we were experiencing. At least it's something. At least it's at least we could do that. Yeah. You know, there's some activities. How are you going to do it through Zoom? <laughs> right. Like right. some things you just can't do through Zoom. Um, but martial arts, luckily, um, you know, we we were able to continue to um, teach something. You know, and, and, right. and keep people connected a little bit. And so it's been. Um, yeah, I think it's been helpful, even though it's it's not. Um, we're gonna, it's not perfect. We're gonna be okay. We're gonna persevere. We're gonna come out on the other side, and I can't wait for it. Until yeah, time. I can't wait for that time. Me too. <laughs> um, so, you know, when COVID first started happening, and we started doing Zoom, I, I think if my memory serves me, you started doing some of the Zooms, and then you kind of disappeared for a little while, right? Like, explain to me what was going on in your mind when, when you weren't joining in with zoom I, I became very frustrated with zoom mm-hmm. um initially right after um because well at that time you were doing the classes with uh, everyone the yeah. kids yeah and i didn't particularly care for the classes with the kids mm-hmm. um 
I, being distracted by what they were doing. Oh, they would talk and yeah. want, ask questions. And yep. now that we're doing um, adult class for adults. Sure. It's it's about it, it's more like it was. Yeah. In the dojo. Yeah. I um. So that was, and also I had a bit of you know. I mean, March and April and May were weird. Yeah. You know? Like, sure were. We've come a long way. You know, we're, all, we're in August now, and right. we've learned a lot about treatments. We've learned a lot about uh, this this disease, and yeah. we're not in the same place we were then. So I, I definitely feel like I, I was a little depressed and a little feeling like this is the end of the world. Right. So I've come out the other side with some hope. Um. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, maybe a little bit of like, okay, I, I just, I'm going to come to terms with the fact that my Zoom experience isn't going to be no. what my dojo experience is, but at least it's an experience. At right. least it's a way to stay connected. At least it's a way to, to do something versus nothing. Right. Um, and, and, and to persevere, you know? To, I, um, also, I, I'm going, I'm in cycle right now for my second degree. Right. And I have started coming back to the candidate classes on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And I think that has had something to do with my flip of being more positive. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the viewers know, but my, I have someone in my household who is immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. And it would be devastating if they were to get COVID. Right. So I'm being extremely careful with my contacts. Yeah. So, uh, we decided that one, my family and I decided that one day a week I wear, I wear a mask and you are limiting the class sizes. And by coming to candidate, it's the same people every single week. Right. Never new people every single time. Right. I'm not widening my circle. My circle is what it is. Yes. So I'm so grateful for that. And I mean, that's, I mean, it's turned things around. Yeah. And and we need those, we need those, those moments because we all, we all are getting, um, no matter what kind of like smile we put on our face, you know, and and to try to show the world, like here I am and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm giving my best, putting my, my best side in front or whatever. And, and, um, you know, trying to be positive through, through a lot of negative stuff. Right. Um, you know, behind the scenes, I think we all have those moments, like you said, like where, where you just get in a bad place, you know? And, And so if you, if you're in that place and you don't have a way to, share your thoughts with other people or you don't have a, a way to to be um encouraged or or to hear a, a you know a, an inspiring story or just you know have a vision of like you know like you said things this is going to get better right we're going to get, get we're going to get through this yeah. but, but sometimes we need to hear that and we need to hear it again and we need to hear it again because it, it just reminds me of that um, saying where successful people don't need to be told what to do, but we all need those reminders because sometimes we just get in a bad place. And that's that's one of the things I, I've always loved about martial arts is you, you, you get you come to class and you get your baggage from the day and you leave it in the shoes, right? Yeah. And, you, and then just for that hour, I'm not thinking about that stuff, you know, and, and I'm hearing a positive message. I'm being reminded of these principles of Black Bottom. I, I say the student creed at the end, and even though um, – it can be sometimes very just robotic and we say it and we, you know, 
you know, you, even though you might not be totally consciously thinking about everything you're saying, it's going in there subconsciously, right? And, and it, it's, it's a very powerful thing to say a mantra mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Right. So that going back to my coming five, six times a, a week. Right. I mean, that putting that my stuff away in the shoe rack for one hour every single day for six years. Yes. And saying the our creed. Right. Saying it aloud. Right. I mean, that is yeah unbelievably powerful it, it starts to strengthen um you, you know what that what what those words really mean yeah. you, you start to have a, a stronger belief in those things that so you're in saying March, i stopped saying them right because you're not coming to class you're not right. not doing the the zoom you know it's interesting too because sometimes when i watch people take zoom we don't I, say it. Well, we say it. Well, we, we Zoomers but don't so, say Sometimes it. the Zoomers don't say it, and sometimes people even log off when they see that I'm about to go in, going oh, into the creed. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that happen, and I, uh, I, I need to make a comment uh, like ahead of time. Uh, sometimes that doesn't occur to me until the end when I see it happening, and then I'm like, oh, it's too late. I, I got to remember to say, you know, stick, stick it out till the end. Because if you come to class, you don't have that opportunity to say, oh, I don't want to say this today. I'm just going to. I'm just going to go get my shoes now. No, you're like you're you're in class until the class ends. Right. And it should really be the same way on Zoom. Um, and it, it's just it's interesting what happens when people are in the comfort of their own home and in their own living room. Like, I'll I'll see Zoomers sit down on the couch. Yeah. You know, I'll see I'll see them. I I've seen people like snack while they're taking class. They're they're eating fruit or they're eating potato like, chips. Occasionally, <laughs> someone will yell. Get that off the the, the stove, you know, uh-huh. and I'll like have to like sure. because you're in the environments of a household right. where things are happening. Right. But I try to always wear a uniform with a belt. Yes. And stay focused till the end. I am guilty of maybe not saying the creed. Mm. I am, or actually, I'm doing it. I'm just maybe not not saying not it there. Louder. I'm not with you. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's important to to get back to what we said. Yeah, like when you do, when you are saying that and you're you're saying it out loud, mm-hmm. it, it brings a different vibration, right? And it and it changes things in, in the end. So, I think it's important um, to do that. Um, so I'm I'm just curious now, um, maybe in in kind of wrapping our our discussion up today, um, I like to ask people if if you were to try to um, I'll even use the word convince somebody, another adult, um, who doesn't do martial arts. You were to try to influence them um, to consider or to come out and try martial arts, be, not for any other reason than because you just know it would be good for them, right? Because you've experienced how it's been good for you. Mm-hmm. What might you say to that person? Well, I would say it's, you're going to, you'd have to try to reach them. And I can't just say to them, it's going to change your life. Right. You know, I, that's what I want to say to them. Sure. And I want them to believe me. Right. Because it's going to change your life. I'm, I'm most likely would start with, you know, you're going to get in great physical shape and self-defense and uh, Team Creek Tribe. I would explain all these things to them. And 
Yeah, but but um, let's go a little deeper. Like, um, is there anything that you feel that you haven't expressed already about your own training that you you think if if people only knew this, if they only knew that this is something, if they only knew that the confidence that they would gain and their perspective on life would would switch from. Uh, a boring day-to-day experience, mm-hmm. just living your life, going to work, coming home, watching the news, going to bed, getting up the next day. Right. Karate gives you a purpose. Right. It, it makes me, I mean, I don't know if everybody feels this way, but I feel like it gives me a purpose. Yeah. I go to bed pre-COVID. I would go to bed excited for tomorrow's class. Right. It, it would give me a reason, I don't want to say a reason to live, but mm. that sounds so, Yeah. I, you know, right. but it would give me a happiness Yeah. that I didn't know I was missing. Mm. Nice. Awesome. All right, Liz. Well, I think, uh, like I said, I, th- I think your story is pretty amazing. You know, you, you, um, you got started. You said you were what forty four when you got started. I'm just I, I, I turned fifty last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, I wish I'd started when I was five. Right. I can you imagine? I mean, if I found this this, you know, I wish that I had had thirty years. Like you've got, you've had thirty years. I've had thirty years, and, and I will have thirty more. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's funny how we all we all have those thoughts about which I started earlier because I started when I was 16 you know which by today's standards is kind of late now now you started at 44 which is much later than me much later later, right so so um but I think what we have to remember is that you can't go back and and start any earlier than you actually did so so why wait another day right for people who are who might be thinking you know this is something I might want to do someday then just right, just do it. Well, if it wasn't for you and Wrenchy pushing me, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be where I am today. And for that, I'm so eternally grateful. I think we we all need that, and I think very few people, if anybody, reaches a level of success all on their own. Right? That right. it, it always comes from a team of people behind the scenes, or at least one other person. Right? right? Like. Um, even if it's like you know your significant other is the the person that helps you get to your success, but it's never just somebody by themselves. I I, I can't think of a situation when when that's ever happened. Um, you know because you look at any any even in the martial arts, like the child didn't do it all on their own. Even when you talk about a you know a very successful child in martial arts, their parents brought them. <laughs> their parents signed them up. That child didn't didn't uh, pay for the karate on on their own right like right. so it's it's always a team effort and and when we can remember that um and and be grateful for that right and and, and show our gratitude for that then it, it does it makes the um, the whole experience even better and um and we look forward to other ways to you know to connect and then maybe to to give back right like one, one of the things that I look at in martial arts is like this giving back. Martial arts has given a lot to me, mm-hmm. right? And and to be able to give back, to be able to teach things the way um, the the way that I I've learned helps people learn things, and I try to teach things um, so that people understand better than I did when when I was being taught it, right? Like 
these are just little ways to kind of give back and to I love to share to them. I love to show to help people the yes. lower belts. Yes, I love that, and and I feel like it's a gift when you allow me to do that mm-hmm. because I get so much back from it. Right, I show someone else. Yeah, and most people really enjoy teaching someone else, mm-hmm. helping somebody else. I'll just use the word helping, mm-hmm. you know, because. Um, that that's that's one of the, like I think the our human needs is is to 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 help somebody else to to you find happiness there yeah you, you you it's not all about yourself anymore you're giving to others mm-hmm. even if it's just here's some of my knowledge and I want to give it to you I want to help you do a better job with that right yeah Absolutely. awesome Liz well thanks so much for um, sharing your your thoughts and your um, your journey so far. Can I say one more thing? Absolutely. Um, I would just like to say, if anyone is listening to this that is struggling um, and you need anything at all, please reach out via Facebook. If I can be there for anyone who's having a dark time, I would like to be there. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I think everybody needs that person. And, and um, the, the more, the, at least that our Team Creek Tribe knows that Absolutely. we're all here for each we're, other. We're a tribe and we're here for each other. And, and I'm grateful for every single one of you. Thanks, Liz. Thanks. Peace.